Well, welcome everyone. Hey guys. Hey, hey. So <laughs> are the wise men. We are the wise men. I'm Louis. I'm, 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 I'm D Matt. I'm Sean. So today's episode we is episode ten. We are ten episodes deep, gentlemen. We are. That's ten. Deep. We're getting deeper. Yes. I feel like we need we need some sort of celebration or something. Cele- Let's celebrate with whiskey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, uh, cheers, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Clink. Yeah. All right. Skull. <laughs> oh, okay. No, oh, damn, is, I didn't even drink it. Doesn't drink as easy as it sniffs. Oh, my goodness. That's okay. his reaction every time. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm such a vagina. Ah, okay. So, episode 10. Angels and demons is what we are going over today. Uh, but before we get started, as usual, if you like our show, please share with your friends. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, technically, uh, as the Wiseman, D U H W H Y S M E N. If you want to email us something, thewiseman at gmail.com. Send us your. Your requests for topics and stuff like that. We want to hear from you. We'd appreciate it. I am on Minds, which is an alternate social network, as a feral hamster. I totally forgot. I said Louis Rivera last time, but I'm on there as a feral hamster. What is a feral hamster? It is a I think wa- of Will Ferrell no. in a hamster form. Hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funnier. But, uh, so it's uh, a feral as in like a, a wild, untamed beast. Oh, okay. Uh, but I got you. I got- but also hamster. So <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Will Ferrell has a hamster. If Will Will Ferrell, if you're listening to this, can you get a hamster and name him Andrew so that we can have it a Will or a Ferrell hamster? A Ferrell like a like give him business cards. <laughs> that would be awesome. I love what you're bringing to the table, Sean. I fucking love it, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm, sure, gonna, well, I'm gonna, sure he's not going to be listening, but hopefully, maybe he is. Yeah, maybe hey, he likes some weird shit. That would be awesome. I would. <laughs> yeah, that's when we blow up, right? Hands, yeah, we're just that. That's our uh, hopes and dreams. Maybe we'll yeah. have you on the show one day. Yeah, he's Wait, too busy doing the Anchorman podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe we'll be on his show. That'd be cooler. But um. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about angels and demons. The it's uh it's a lot to go over, uh angelology and demonology and stuff, but um we're going to go over just some of the basic stuff. So, angels and demons. This uh we get most of our information today from the Judaic um Greek Christian um documents you know that are published and still exist recorded and still exist today translated uh there there's they're represented in the bible they're represented in um different cult uh different religions and cultures uh i and they're actually we can see the resemblance of angels and demons in a lot of mythologies that um go around today um i, I see a lot of connections especially in the the greek mythology um personally uh, and we'll go over some of that today. Nice. I uh, I have basically zero background at all on anything except for like, what's that? Uh, ball. Since we went, ball, uh, since yeah. we were going over uh, the 
Masons and mm-hmm. um, the Sabbatic Goat with uh, Baphomet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically all I got in in this realm at all. Other than that, kind of just the basic, you know, like Lucifer. Right, right. Um, I know that. And his demons. And then we have God and his angels. Yeah. It's basically kind of like what it comes down to. Uh, talking about um, just the origins of, you know, how this came about. We uh, looking into it and reading the stories and going over the texts. Uh, these were things that existed before man. And these were things that uh, exist in the spirit world. Uh, you know, and we know today we live in, you know, accustomed by our laws, you know, uh, which is, you know, time, space, matter, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we go back to all the way back to Genesis, but when we go back all the way to Genesis and, and we look over those texts, we see uh, in the first sentence of of Genesis that uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and then the earth. And we see that um, the heavens were established before earth, per se. Uh, and through going back through all the texts and uh, understanding what took place in heaven is, uh, you know, there was the story is that there was a war in heaven and that, uh, that these angels are somewhat considered, uh, sons of God. When you look at, you know, certain biblical texts, you could say, you could see how, you know, this, this book says sons of God, and then it totally connects with another book and says that, you know, the these were sons of God in a way to where you can correlate and connect the two of, okay, sons of God can, can represent angels and, and things like that. But what, what took place is, uh, you know, God created the heavens and with his angels, they were in a way created to worship God, to do things for God, you know, so God didn't necessarily have to do everything himself. Uh, you know, messengers of God is another word to call angels. Uh, and you know, they had certain jobs, you know, some, some angels had, you know, where they would record the sins of man. Some angels would have jobs to where they would, you know, run the, the, the chorus in heaven to who, you know, angels that are worshiping God and things like that. But the biggest thing that I found was that, um, in heaven, uh, there was a war that took place and this war was, uh, taking place because God created man and that's what kind of started everything. But what leads to that is because Satan was not fond of that. Satan was not Satan, who was an angel, one of the most beautiful angel, angel of light, you know, uh, he was one of the closest angels to God, uh, and did a lot of things for God. Okay. So just for my reference, cause I don't really, I, I am legitimately ignorant on it. Difference between Lucifer and Satan. I thought Lucifer is the angel form. Okay. So Lucifer is the angel name became for... Satan. Yeah. Okay. They're, so they're the same. It's just theory from right. some of the texts that came that that, it, that exists. 
Okay. Is that at one point, can't remember who it is. I suck at most of this, but like, I just, I remember more facts than specific details, I guess, or the general outline and stuff. The, a person was speaking to the fallen angel, right? Okay. Who was known as the morning star. He was speaking to that and the general idea. And he called him Lucifer. He's like, what happened to you, Lucifer? Oh, morning star. Oh, whatever. And so that that's the first time that he is referred to as Lucifer. And some people say that like that is his, that was his name, right? That the morning stars name was Lucifer. Other people are suggesting that it's possibly just because Lucifer means bringer of light, right? So if you are the brightest angel, the shining star, you could be referred to as Lucifer. Right. Um, but that may or may not been his actual name. That was just what it's kind of like the name, the name describes kind of like not who you are, but also like the state that I guess you're in. Yeah. You know, and what, what you, you are, what you are, you are at that moment. Yeah. And another thing that I recently saw on TikTok was, um, don't don't you do this don't you do this i'm serious i love like i said because i i'm I'm ignorant on it cite your references i'm i'm ignorant on it so i've heard the that morning star is referring to jesus yes but when you get into that when you look into that i've already looked covered this many times this is coming from translated bibles okay so when we look at something that's an accurate text in the english language the king james version not the new King James, but just the King James version, who was written by 52 scholars by, not by King James, but he gathered all these scholars together to to actually translate the closest version of the Greek uh, text as they could. Because what, what were the texts? It was the Hebrew text, right? And then it went to the Greek text and boom, King James text. So these those are the most accurate texts that we can get of the Bible. Getting to my point is that as time went on, there were thousands and thousands of translations from the King James text. So when you go over these texts, you see words omitted, you see verses changed, you see names that are changed to change the meaning, right? Because words have meaning to change the meaning of the context. And what I believe that's doing is that they are confusing the two for like the end times because in the end times, you know, the Antichrist, Lucifer, who comes here and establishes his kingdom here, basically, I think they're getting, they're, they're confusing the churches strategically in a way. And, you know, what's the biggest thing for Satan to do other than confuse the church and change the text to just deceive people even more, you know, because if, morning star does represent Jesus, then when the morning star does come here as the Antichrist, then they're going to believe that it is Jesus in a way. Um, you know, like I think we're dealing with forces that uh, are a lot smarter than us and have a lot more influence than just Impossible. one person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are the wise men. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we're strong unit. <laughs> but anyways, going back to... Um, what ha- what was going on in heaven? Uh, you know, this is where Lucifer uh, became prideful and and wanted to. He did not like that man was created. He did not like the love that God had for man because it was more powerful than anything. And 
there was jealousy and there was pride. And this leads to the fall of Lucifer. And basically he's kind of like the, the guy in heaven going, Hey, I don't like what this guy's doing. You know, it's just bullshit. You know, I want to be worshiped. I want to be all, you know, I want to be what man is to God. Uh, and this created a war in heaven where a third of the angels uh, who rebelled with Lucifer, uh, you know, created a huge war. And uh, this is described in Revelations and this is described in, in parts of the New Testament. And also uh, the book of Enoch, which we'll go over a little bit today, that this war took place and it, it ended up leading to the fall of Lucifer. Um, and was casted out of heaven. But does this ultimately mean that Satan or Lucifer w was unable to go to heaven again, you know, or to bounce back and forth from heaven to earth to hell? He's everywhere because that's not exactly what those texts um, stood out to be. Because then when we look at other texts in the New Testament, you know, we see Satan in heaven, you know, uh, negotiating with God, you know, when we look at the book of Job and stuff like that, where Job was kind of put through hell by Satan and it was a test between Job and Satan and God and which, which way would Job go, you know, with how much hellfire he was taking, you know, here on earth, you know, he lost his entire family, so on and so forth. Um, things like that. But the war took place in heaven and the story is, is that, uh, the devil was casted out of heaven um, and they use a specific angel's name, uh, Archangel Michael, who defeated uh, Lucifer. And wherever Lucifer goes, his angels follow. They're like his little minions in a way. And so he got casted to earth. And this is where we have, you know, the beginning of Genesis, where we see the serpent in the garden and and where where Lucifer, you know, hated man so much that he, he tempted man to fall into sin against God so that now man has fallen as well. And wherever, wherever man goes based, based off of what, what it is that they worship in a way, that's where they're destined to go. You know, hell is not meant for humans per se, but it was meant for the devil and his angels. But since mankind fell towards that side of things, that's where they, they end up going. Whoop. What was that? Just fell to hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> we just, we just dropped a acoustical tile. <laughs> Don't look over here. Nothing, nothing going on. Nothing to see. But so that's that's kind of like the the understanding of what took place in the heavens before uh earth was necessarily created and there's a bunch of characteristics that uh differentiate angels from demons are they this are the, are they the same creature yes they're all angels they're just one side has fallen and is more on the evil side of things and your other angel, you know, your angels are more on the holy side of things. So we see kind of good and evil 
right there, which then we can also see that leads to, which is in the book of Genesis, uh, you know, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, where mankind was uh, ignorant to what that was until they ate from the tree of good and evil, which then gave them knowledge and, and things like that. Mm. Uh, some characteristics here I, I have of uh, uh, demons are that they have free will. So they can make these decisions. They, they, they can make the decision to uh, be holy, be non-holy, uh, to be against God, to be, you know, with Satan and that they have a craving for human flesh, I guess. They have a craving for kind of the carnal pleasures, the carnal pleasures, right? They like to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, and that, that also leads to uh, what we'll go over uh, also, which is uh, the Nephilim theory yeah. um, that uh, is, is represented in Genesis 6. It sounds like... Um... It sounds like free will was never, like, not an option. Like, it, everybody always has free will everywhere, and it just kind of propagated as things do. Yeah. That somebody's jealous and right. good at talking. Right. Exactly. So what are some of the characteristics of angels? So characteristics is that they they have emotions. Uh that, you know, this is represented in James chapter two, where, uh, you know, Jesus is walking throughout the land and comes across men that were possessed by demons. Uh, and these men, you know, trembled with fear as Jesus walked by them and walked up to them. Uh, so we see that they feel emotions. Is this based off of the human flesh, you know, like, cause we have emotions, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, but that's an example of, of emotion, um, that they bear extreme knowledge that they know who you are, where you're from, who your family is, what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? You still talking demons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also that they are, uh, disembodied spirits, um, that they don't necessarily have to have physical form, which is again, why they kind of crave that that human flesh. Um, and they have the ability to speak and to make requests and to persuade, uh, which, you know, we can see also connects to, uh, Lucifer and his deceiving ways. And they were bit demons are basically the foot soldiers of Satan. Yeah. Uh, you know, Satan in a way kind of inspired these angels to that. They do have free will that they don't have to listen to God, that they don't have to obey God, that they don't have to do any of these things. Um, and, and Lucifer was, you know, not only the most beautiful angel, but he was one of the smartest in the Legion. And when we say Legion, we, you know, we t we're talking about, I mean, I don't even know if there's a number to put on it, but we're talking about th right thousands and thousands and thousands of angels per se. Uh, I think that's what the word legion means. Um, when it comes to demons also that there's ranks in a way, you know, we have Satan as the commander and under Satan, we, you know, he has his generals demons in a way, similar to how God has his generals uh, of his angels, the archangels, the archangels. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, weird. You don't really hear like a lot about that side of things. Like I've heard of Michael and I've heard of Gabriel and I've heard of there's nine nine archangels, I believe. But I think there's three main ones, which is those three. But a total of I believe nine. I think I saw that number. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Like off the top of my head, there's Michael, Gabriel. They're they're like one and two mm-hmm. kind of deal. And there's Uriel, Raphael. Um, is it Ezekiel? No, that's a prophet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only ones I could think of right now. But nothing on the nothing on the devil side of things. Oh no! So they 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 say on Satan's side, like so, Satan would be number one, right? Yeah, Lucifer, yeah. he's he's the dude. Um, but then there's the other names for Satan, like right, Beelzebub, um, stuff like that that, that are supposedly Satan. But I I want to say I've read. Those are just those are his like generals. Right. There's Azazel, and then there's Ball. Ball. There, there. He has he has his lieutenants and generals right. and stuff right. too. Right. Now it doesn't have to be just one demon to like possess someone either. It could be a legion of mm-hmm. demons, and this is represented in the New Testament where you know Jesus is trying to cast out uh, a demon, but he but the the man that is possessed says, "We are many." You know, and that represents that, you know, it's not just one demon that's possessing someone. It could be a, that was, a legion. That was the story where Jesus then cast, it cast him out into, into the, the swine, right? yeah. into the swine, and right. then the swine yeah. went into the sea and, and they were himself. And they were begging Jesus, too, because they were, that's where we, they were trembling and they were f- so f- fear, fearful of it that they were like, please don't, don't damn us to hell where we're destined. Mm-hmm. Please push us to those swine over there, which were like thousands of pigs. And then those pigs ended up running off a cliff into the water, like falling off of a cliff, dying and and kind of getting out of sight of Jesus. Um, Is that why we don't eat pork? I think that <laughs> I, I think that's that might be part of it. Um, I think that actually goes back farther yeah. to the cloven hoofed, the cloven hoofed creature thing. I think that's more like historically Judaic than Jesus. Okay. They say that the biggest thing that the devil did was to deceive all that he was never real and that he never existed and him and his angels have never existed or demons per se. I don't want to get the two mixed up. And when we look at it's, it's, Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. No, go ahead. That's like, that's a a funny thing to say, considering all major religions believe that he is real. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, who isn't believing in the devil? I've heard. I would would say only the people that also don't believe in God. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But maybe it's like to the, to where, you know, everyone knows of the devil, right? We all understand that you know whatever the guy with the horns right and the the fire pick stick or whatever the fuck you want to call the trident or whatever it is and you know it's kind of like a joke today you know to where it's like people believe it but it's fairy tale and i i think i think it's those versions of the devil that people find a joke because none of that it was the ninth century when when that version of the devil started to show up 
it wasn't until the ninth century that uh, religious men started like depicting him that way, right? Like with the pitchfork and the goat heads, or mm-hmm. or being furry or having whatever, and right. even our current versions. If you if you look at like what artists and stuff depict now, he's even more intense. Like he's got usually bat wings and horns, and like he's less goat like a lot of the times. But sometimes he is goat like. Who knows? And so, moving on from there, we kind of went over some of the characteristics characteristics of demons. But I want to get into what are some characteristics uh, are of, uh, you know, holy angels. Okay. All right. Before you yep. go, I want to go back. So I did a little research with uh, the book of Enoch. Oh, Cause I, I find that very interesting that, you know, it's, it's there, it exists and it's not one that a whole lot of people know about, I guess, or right. get too deep into. And I haven't read it. It's just stuff I've other, theologians and scholars have talked about that I've listened to. Right. And so with that book of Enoch, the stories, the timelines are a little different than the Bible timeline. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the Bible timelines, it says that there was a war in heaven. Lucifer was cast down. And then like, that's when he started interfering with man and teaching stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, the book of Enoch was that there was a group of angels called the Watchers, right? They're, they're in the Book of Enoch. They're they're kind of construed to be angels. They're they're large, like larger than than what you would consider a giant. Um, they were sent to Earth to just watch humans, right? Not to interfere. And they fell in love with the children of men. So they've started right. falling in love with women and then they started mating with them. And that's where the Nephilim and stuff come from. Was right. the, the angels. Oh and yeah. Humans. Yeah. So you're talking men and women that are, I'm assuming men and women watchers, or I guess would they be like just asexual? beings like what are they what, what would they know they're they're very sexual beings but so this this kind of ties into where Stephen was saying earlier the 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 demons right they crave carnal pleasures but demons are angels mm-hmm. right so it could be these angels right that were watchers they were told to do this but they chose of their own free will so from what i remember from the book of enoch it was sam sam janelle Samuel? No, Sam, the, the, the leader of the Watchers. The Watchers were like, I want to say the number they gave was like 200 or something like that. This host of, of angels that weren't supposed to interfere. Their leader was Sam, Sam Janel, or it's like S-A-M-J-A-A something or other. I can't remember the rest. He was very much trying to stay obedient and not fuck around, just to watch, do his job, report back to God and stuff. The watcher Azazel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Azazel? No, I think Azazel was a different one. I might be getting there's there was two groups of of uh, of watchers. 
Um, the Watchers were also known as Gregorians, which Gregorian is like the fifth level of hell. That's where the Gregorians exist. Like that's their level of angel. We go on right. like right. now. Like this is Dante's where Inferno, the, now, now, like comedy kind of right. So, but but basically, so they started fucking around with humans. Um, they created the Nephilim. The Nephilim were like the giants that existed on Earth. But so they started killing humans and wreaking havoc. The then when they got bored with that, they started killing each other. That's when God said, "Hold the fuck up." Or, or an angel reported to God. I, I want to say what was going on. What was going on? And and God said, um, "All right, we need to fix this." And that's when the flood happened. They told him to go find the son of whoever who was ended up being Noah, um, and to prepare for the flood. And they kind of reset shit, right? right? And then um, in Enoch, the book of Enoch, he was given a tour by one of the angels of of heaven and like these different places and these are in his dreams right he was i can't remember the vision and the, the dream or or what exactly yeah. but so he was given a tour of heaven and he found in that fifth level i think is what they described the this group of gregorians who it was kind of like the the punishment if you could consider i guess a purgatory for for angels, like if you displeased God, this is where you were sent, kind of deal. It was, it was heavenly timeout, B- basically. So in that in that fifth level, though, there was these the the Gregorians, and they were trying to kind of half heartedly praise God and appease Him, trying to get in His favor again. But it was in that level that, that it made mention of an angel named Satanal. And Satanal was um, said to be a prince of angels who had displeased God. Um, and he was the leader of those Gregorians there. That sounds- and so that all ties in to this. But the angel Azazel got, I guess, Satanal led the rebellion uh, against God. But... It, and one of, I think that's what it was. One of his angels was Azazel. And Azazel is the one that taught humans fire and taught them about weapons and, and war and all these different sciences that were, they weren't, that wasn't supposed to be for that thing. Yeah. So that, that's, he was, so Azazel gets blamed for that part. But then Satanao was the one who led the rebellion. And that's where we think. The, the name Satan came from was that particular angel. Right. Uh, okay. And like, do I, I don't know what you guys believe, but I, I kind of understand this, at, you know, the book describes that these things that came down and, and they, to me, it's putting the image in my head of that. These things were like in physical form. Yes. That's what I I'm feeling. I'm feeling right now. What if it's the other way around? What if, what if we're talking about like an influential spirit? You know, what if these spirits, you know, possess and then they influence in a way to where, you know, not necessarily did they come down in physical form, but they influenced man, you know, kind of like how the serpent, you know, influenced Eve to deceived Eve to do as such, you know, to me, I kind of like, 
I'm kind of trying to look at both sides to where maybe this was going on in high places. And, and when I mean high places, I mean like places in power and things like that to where maybe it's like even thoughts. I don't know exactly how the human brain works, mm-hmm. but kind of like thoughts just kind of randomly pop in your head. Sometimes. And this kind of goes back to like where we see in like the cartoons of the good angel and the bad angel mm-hmm. on your shoulder. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, that's that's kind of like where I, I'm just kind of like explore all aspects of this to where maybe, maybe people were influenced, you know, and given certain decisions and they made these decisions because of the influence that was, you know, taking place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. If you, my thing is that there's so, there's so much information on it. Like how do you tell which is which? And there's things that contradict other things and which is real among that. And then there's two different stories depicting the exact same thing with different names and that's rampant right so i mean if you look at so if you you just just take that the two different stories depicting the same thing but one says this and one says the other right i think a lot of it goes back to the narrative which narrative historically is that group trying to push because if you look at like the word demon comes from the greek word daimon it's like D-A-I-M-O-N, D-I, yeah. Um, which initially that Greek word wasn't used for evil creature. Like it was used to describe that which was above man, but below God. So anything in that space, it could be spirits. It could be, I guess, maybe a demigod of some sort, um, you know, shit that you didn't really understand, but it wasn't a good or evil thing. Like it, it, it just existed. Like it could be good. It, could be evil. It just was that. Right. So later on, as texts got translated into um, Greek from like those biblical texts and stuff, the people that translated it, they never referred to angels as those daimon, right? They, they, I don't, I don't remember what they called them, but they didn't. The fallen angels Though they did like the the good angels, they never referred to them as daimon. The fallen ones, they referred to them as daimons, which is in turn how like, right. fallen angels came to be known as demons. Right, and and to go back on like how I was talking about how I, these things I believe kind of like influenced people. Like let's just going back to the time of Caesar. You know what was Caesar doing? Caesar was a man in power, and he was killing Christians, people that believed. You know. In, in the Holy One, you know, God and believed in Jesus and stuff like that. You know, maybe he was influenced by a, legions of demons or Satan himself to do these things, you know, because I don't know how normal it is for someone to just put people, innocent people in, in a middle of a stadium and have them killed for entertainment, you know. To me, it's kind of like maybe there's something a little deeper Maybe it's something that we can explain, you know, because we can only understand what we see and what we have here. Right. I mean, when you think about it, yeah, he was putting them in the middle, but that was also kind of filling a need or not a need a a want that they had at the time. They were 
they were wanting for entertainment. This was entertainment for them. So was it Caesar that produced this or was it something that happened before Caesar and he was just filling that mm-hmm. void of he took it that extra level. He took it that extra level. Yeah. Well, and I mean, honestly, he was actually he was uh, predicted in the Old Testament, King Caesar, you know, they predicted it or prophets would prophesy about a king coming, coming in and doing the things that Caesar did. Yeah, I'm, I mean, honestly, when you look back at um, like gladiatorialism, a lot of that wasn't meant like they were you were really, really invested in keeping that person alive. So it wasn't like two men go in, one man comes out every time. That shit happened really, really rarely. Like, yeah, gladiators didn't die every time. It, it was re- I mean, think about it. That would be like you put freaking The Rock and Floyd Mayweather in. Both are legitimately good at their craft. Put both of them in. Are you looking to have even take the chance that your fighter is going to die? How much did you put in to get them to where they are? They're not fighting scrubs. They're fighting legitimate people. Yeah, they're going to get injured. That's the name of the game. But a lot of times, they weren't even fighting with sharpened swords. They were fighting with dulled swords so that they wouldn't get injured to that aspect they were fighting with blunted objects a lot wooden swords very very often it was really really rare and usually it came down to criminals that were fighting that were going to die they would have the chance to if you survive you yeah can go free. yeah but the odds of them surviving was absolutely fucking ridiculous because those were the cases where they would put you against a fucking lion it would be like 12 people against a lion mm-hmm. see who can if you guys right. get out you guys get out like they didn't make it super unfair but you get a lion and don't feed it for a few days and go all right the well getting fucked up. yeah yeah and we can see uh, you know, things that take place in history. There's always been some sort of power that's wanted to take over the world, right? Mm-hmm. You have the Roman Empire, you have uh, the Greek Empire, the Persian Empire, you have Hitler, and you have what's probably going to come in the future. You know, we, we have no idea. But we see that there's a trend, you know. Is it a part of human nature? Probably. Uh, but what if it's what if it's something more, you know? What if it's something that, you know, because we don't know what was here before us necessarily. We can have we have we have all these theories and stuff. But this goes back to where first first line in Genesis, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So there is something in between. Like you said, you know, there's there's something in between i guess you were saying that they're levels mm-hmm. uh and or dimensions or whatever maybe, maybe that's what levels means it's right the, the dimensions, dimensions. Right. and the fourth dimension i mean the third dimension can't see the fourth dimension and the, the you can only see everything under yeah. you can't see above. right and that represents that there are things above and below and that Maybe it's maybe it's the plan of these things, you know, to take so down the human when, race. When I was younger, I went to this like young adult group. It wasn't like a high school youth group. It was like after high school, you know, because there's like a, a gap from when you leave high school and you're in youth group 
to like when you become like you have your family and stuff and you start going to church and doing those groups, right? Yeah. So this was a young adult group and we were discussing the Bible one time. And this, I don't remember the exact details of it, but there with the story of Adam and Eve, and this has always stuck with me and this kind of changed my perspective on a lot of stuff and probably what led me on this path to like maybe conspiracies or not necessarily taking the Bible for exactly what mm -hmm. is in it. You know, that there's more to the story, right? Right. Is it says with the story of Adam and Eve that once they disobeyed God, you know, God was displeased with them and he cast them out from the, the garden, garden to never return. But it said it's some, I don't know the exact verbiage, but it said that it cast them out to live with the others. Right. Right. And it doesn't explain anymore. What the others are. The others are, what are the others? Right. So if right. the others, there's others out there, but God made Adam and Eve, right? They're the first of our kind. Right. Um, and so. And this goes on to where we talk about the Nephilim theory to where the sons of God were pleased with the, 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 uh, what were they? The, the daughters of men. Yes. And it's specific there, men. Mm -hmm. And then you have sons of God. And this is where I was talking about earlier, where you can go to other verses and see that sons of God is representing angels. So that confuses me a little bit with the, so you got Adam and Eve, but then we also have the theory with the Nephilim. The Nephilim were the. Basically the sons of, of, yeah, the sons of angels, angels and, and human women hybridation or yeah. is it hybrids or whatever so that would be angels and adam and eve angels and well so it it, it are adam and eve uh i guess it depends on 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 how you look at it because but you can see the you, confusion you, though yes you i would say probably yes adam and eve the sons of adam and eve because once that then the story goes that once adam and eve left right they they then populated the earth right but it's the chosen are the abrahamic religion people right like they're the chosen but if others existed then there's there's others so these abrahamic religion folks are still technically the chosen of god if if you want to look at the angels and god and all being as like actual beings and the watchers and everyone being actual beings then there are these beings that that are here watching the experiment that God created, right? Humans are the experiment that God created. Adam and Eve are the beginning of that experiment. Whatever God did to create them, whether it be took another one of the others and made this humans out of them, the humans as we know ourselves today, right? Out of them, then somewhere in there, because the war didn't start until it had to have been after. I don't think that the war in heaven happened until after Adam and Eve were created. Had to have been. Yeah, but it would have been. So the watchers are down here fucking around after Adam and Eve, like Azazel gave or, or Satan gave uh, Eve the knowledge. And so they're out of the garden now. Right. And so 
they're now procreating and having families and stuff. And then that's when the watchers who are still watching the experiment are there fucking around and doing things. And have you seen the uh, recovery of, of the giant skeletons and stuff? Have you seen stuff mm-hmm. like that? I've seen I, a couple. I mean, there's some evidence. There's evidence. Well, there's the old shows. news stories. The only thing that I've seen is the one that they had in. It was either like Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, something like Sudan. The one we talked about, the Red Hood Giant. Yeah, that was that was the only one that I've seen. And then apparently it's in like Ohio or something. Yeah, Ohio had a couple giant skeletons found as well. Yeah, there's old news news stories. I need to go and I need to go and actually like put my eyes on those because. You can see whatever on the internet, but until you actually see it, like, and the other thing is that now it's so easy. I can make a freaking cast with paper mache of a skull. So, so like, but if you're going to claim stuff, people are going to want to review it and test it. I know, but like, has that, have those actually been reviewed and are there? I I think those older ones, because those older ones were like in the 20s or 40s, like way, way back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I mean, think they, that's when they could still be hoaxes, but right. Well, because if you're using material that is old, and then you make so let's say chalk, chalk has been around for fucking ever. If you're using stuff like that as your base to make your whatever it is, whether it's a skull, whether it's a femur, whether it's a whatever, and then you take samples from that obviously it's going to show that this is x amount of years old if you're doing carbon dating off of that yeah but they're gonna know that it's chalk and not bone still i'm saying if you're using bone just be old chalk <laughs> or old or or old ground bone yeah i mean because all you need is just something to put it together right yeah but that's assuming you that has to take the assumption that people back then weren't as smart as us when I disagree I feel like in general the smart people back then were as smart possibly smarter than a lot of us they just didn't know what we know right yeah. because we learn everything we know is off the backs of them they had to discover it but we already know it and we're using that and applying it to do other things so like the level of understanding of things that they had to have, just the basic understanding of things that they had to have to create what they did, I think was higher than the basic understanding that we have to have of most things. Okay. And when we look at like the master plan of Lucifer and his demons and everything, it ultimately reverts back to deception. And it reverts back to keeping people away from God, keeping their faith away from God, keeping their keeping their thoughts away from, you know, what the truth is. Because, I mean, we, we go we go every day kind of, you know, with the thought in the back of our head, you know, like, what is really the truth, you know? Oh, yeah. That always I mean, we're, that always we're, we're put into this. We're put. It, I mean, you know, we we. We look perfect, right? We, I mean, Louis looks good. You look good. Now I, I know you're good. So you know what I'm saying? It's 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 like let's unpack this a little bit then. So 
if you if you go with that, like what is the master plan, right? If you take everything that we've said and you look at the what previously demons were angels, right? That's what we're going with, right? Mm-hmm. Agreed? Mm-hmm. So demons were angels, which means that they weren't necessarily bad to begin with. They just chose not to obey God. And the ones that are still considered angels are just obedient to God. So it was like right. man. Faith, yeah. So so faithful messengers is right. what so God wanted creations, humans, to obey him unquestioningly and not know X things, not know the knowledge of the heavens, right? The the demons, uh Lucifer, Satan, how whatever we want to call him, I'm gonna go with Lucifer because I like that name. Cut him, cut him. Mm-hmm. Just rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Lucifer and his followers pretty much said, we disagree with you. We think humans should know these things and take pleasure in these things because we also do know these things and take pleasure in these things, right? That can lead to chaos, right? But that's free will. Right. Um. So what what do you speak so for master plan like why why do you think the Lucifer and his gang don't want us to follow God like what what do you think that plan might be I mean and obviously it's going to be tainted a little bit by yeah. just what because we we know more of the Christian side we know that that side of of the story we don't really know the other side right i think i think i think it was a a a prideful jealousy thing to where this is what and that's a free will option right that's that's where you create those things on your own and i feel like when god created us that lucifer did not like how much attention maybe we were getting or how much love we were getting and that that created hate for us Mm -hmm. and and he you know so the the bible specific about despite he just wanted us to fall to yeah and and when you look at texts you know it says specifically that you know he comes to steal kill and destroy and when we look at that when you include pride jealousy and hate you know we see that that led to the fall of man that when we look at everything, even in history, you know, with as fucked up shit as the world does. And, 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 you know, we have all these sins in the world. I see that he wanted to be a King. He wanted to be a God. And in order for him to be a God, he he would have to do that here. He couldn't do it in heaven, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not his kingdom. That's God's kingdom. Yeah. And that he couldn't have those, he couldn't have that satisfaction, but here he could, you know, because you're in that middle ground. And because he is already destined to hell and he's already, you know, Lucifer isn't like, he's not in hell right now. His angels are not in hell. That comes at the end of time. You know, at the end of Armageddon, when all this is completely finished and I see that 
that he's done everything in, in his power to lead to the fall of man, which he did. And leading to the fall of man has created sin against man. I mean, man has, what am I trying to say here? Sin led to the fall of man, which, you know, that's not of God. You know, God's a holy God. But you can see, see that that is strategically done in order for us to not be destined to heaven and eternity there. But yet that is more towards man being destined to where the devil is is going. So I see Which it. is where you see, you know, in the Bible, if you don't believe, you know, you're not saved, you're not you're you're not technically you're not going to heaven, you're going where who it is you worship. And if you don't worship one, then you worship the other. And in, in essence. You know what I'm okay. saying? So looking at this from a strictly human side, if so if God wants us to obey and he, you know, he set out our rules for for living, right? Through the church. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just take and look at having if I, if I look at all of that as as a whole, right? It's supposed to help you come to a state of where you're not wanting the earthly pleasures, right? Because those would be a distraction from you becoming enlightened, right? Um, I feel like if you bring, if you reach enlightenment, you can escape to that higher plane, right? Which would be heaven. Mm -hmm. If you are on the other side and you're, the earth, these earthly pleasures, you're taking part in them, you're distracted, you're no longer trying to become enlightened, but you are, may or may not be living a solid human existence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily an evil existence, but you aren't reaching for enlightenment. Right. And to capitalize on that a little bit is where, you know, when when Jesus, the whole point of Jesus coming to earth taking on human form uh, and, and pushing the new covenant, which is what they call it. It's all faith-based. So we can see that man has gotten so toxic to where before this, before the new Testament, before Christ, all of this, everything was like done by law and everything was, if you sinned, you had to go through a sacrifice, sacrificial process and you had to do to cleanse the sin, to cleanse the sin and all this stuff to the point where it was just not working, you know, and mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't working for mankind. So then Jesus came and pushed that where faith and not by works per se. And that that really is the ultimate goal, you know, because, you know, God loves us. God wants us to, you know, be with him forever and ever and everything like that. But it wasn't working out before that. And that what I see and what I've done with my research is since the church, the New Testament, that since it is by faith 
and believing that does save your soul. I can see the strategic events that take place that I believe are influenced by these higher beings that, again, hate us and don't like us, but they can deceive you to be like, yeah, we love you. You know, we we're for you. We want to give you knowledge. We want to, you know, is God really God, you know, or mm-hmm. is you know, things like that to where you could see the church get infected. You could see the Bible's change translations. You could see that literally it, it's, it gets down to the microscopic level of that it alters faith. And it's the, it could be as much as just changing a few words. Mm-hmm. It's just a seed of doubt, you know, and your, 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 your biggest, uh, state, you know, phrase that kind of sticks with me is that, you know, words mean things. So when you change the words, you change the meaning of things. And if you just change one little meaning, it could, it's like putting a little bit of yeast in bread, you know, that little bit of yeast makes Make a it huge loaf of bread. Right. And, and looking at it from that aspect, I could see that since the devil and his angels, they, they ultimately don't want us to go to heaven because they hate heaven and they hate God and they hate all this and all that, that it's just like, I could see the forces behind the curtains kind of doing these things in a way. But do people feel that way? Do people believe that? They're like, no, no, I could read this and it makes me feel better. And it makes me, you know, it makes me understand it better and all this and all that. When ultimately like, that's not the end goal. You know, that's not Mm -hmm. like, that's just another deceitful plan, you know? And we yeah. could see that from the book of Genesis that that basically the first words that are represented by Lucifer, the serpent, whatever, they're deceitful words, you know. And they literally, so, just, literally, what, what Adam and Eve got the command from God to not eat of the tree of good and evil. Right. And I see a lot of other depictions of this uh, scripture that the tree of good and evil is Satan that. Eve mated with Satan and that this gave birth to Cain and Abel. You have good and evil and that, you know, the Canaanites and then, you know, Abel died and the first murder was Cain. Mm -hmm. And that that kind of led to an extreme fall of, of man, you know, which then that gets into Genesis six, where we talk about, was that the only kids that Adam and Eve had? Did, did they, they had to exactly sure. They had to have had more. Not exactly sure. Just be fruitful and multiply. So I don't know. It's possible. And, I don't. I don't know. I'm just going by what. No. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. It, yeah. that's what I mean. There's there's more to the story. Right. Than we were I know. I know. Yeah. Well, what now? Now, what if we're only told a certain amount purposely? So that, that exactly. kind of brings right. me. That kind of brings me. Frames a narrative, right? Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking, if if we so if we start looking at historical texts from throughout the world, right? The Greeks had their gods. They were polytheistic. What if, but they had like the God, right? Zeus. Yeah, there was, was always, Zeus was the yeah. man. Oh, we get into Greek mythology? Do it, it, just almost okay. every, right. in almost every <laughs> theology in it. I, and almost, so we got like a half hour. Left. I got yeah. In almost everything, there's always still like, yes, you have all of these multiple, multiple gods, but there's usually 
few religions exception, there's always one like the, the guy. Right. Um, but going back to what you were saying, that kind of makes me feel like with the uh, with Satan and God and, and it makes me think that Satan or Lucifer or who, whoever it happened to have been is taking advantage and exploiting the free will aspect of man or whether it was the Nephilim or whoever showing that there was a flaw in free will going yep you can believe in absolutely everything you can know this knowledge why why doesn't he want you to know fire why doesn't he want you to know the means to protect yourself why doesn't he want you to know the means to create shelter and to build a barrier so that you can protect yourself mm -hmm. why do you think he doesn't want you to know that but then not explaining that just leaving you to hmm, i wonder just why do does as i say why does why does he not want me to know that when in all actuality it could be well it's not that i don't want you to know that i want you to figure it out not be told it not spoon feed and it's kind of like you have kids right mm -hmm. and you keep information certain information away from your kids right and they but well, they will so eventually that, figure it out. but they will eventually figure it out right but you but create the situation to learn that information yeah. you don't tell them you just create the situation you as a father you don't want them to know that information because you know that it could lead to other things that you don't like or harm. Well, that would be harmful to them. Right. Right. And that's where like, you know, like I can't wait to be a dad one day because then mm -hmm. I can understand different love and, and, and understand different. I can get a better perspective of, I guess what we're talking about today. Right. You know? So back to, we, we talked about Prometheus earlier. Yes. Right. So Prometheus was a titan, which if you look at Greek history, um, the gods like Zeus and all of them, they were titans. But people don't really call them titans. They, they were known as the gods. The titans were the ones that were defeat. Like there was two groups of Titans. One became the Olympians, the gods, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other ones were the ones that lost and were banished and kept underground. Is that going into like Tartarus? Kinda? Yes. Okay. Right. So Prometheus was a Titan. He was the one that gave humanity fire. Like he taught them sciences and fire and stuff like that. Zeus punished him. Oh, by tying him to a rock, a rock at the top of a mountain, an eagle every day, a giant eagle would come and eat his liver, his liver. And then at night it would grow back and every day it would do this. Eventually that, he was released. That was a favor. That was so a could favor. You, so do you think that represents torment? Definitely torment. So, but uh, earlier I was thinking we were discussing that, that Prometheus could possibly be Lucifer, right? The bringer right. of life. There's just so much connection with it. But. When we were talking earlier, talking about the Gregorians and stuff, it clicked in my head that that's possibly Azazel, the one that taught humans weapons and war and fire and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that Lucifer was just a different one of the Titans, which, or, and, and you were saying like Lucifer, he doesn't, he hasn't been, he's not in hell 
right? He's right. not like banished there right. specifically right now. The Bible specifically says that, you know, he's roams like a spirit, like a lion, you know, looking to devour mm-hmm. who it is that is in his path, right. you know? So that brings to mind, is it, no, Romans is Mars, um, Aries, mm-hmm. right? God of war. Mm-hmm. He's the one, which is, is Aries the one that runs hell too for Greek? No. Hades? Hades. Sorry, no, Hades, Hades runs hell. Hades runs hell. That brings to mind to Ares, me Ares is Ares God. is Mars. Right. Which is the God of War. Yes. Um, so that brings to mind Hades. Because him and Zeus are brothers, right? Mm-hmm. But Hades is supposedly lesser. And Hades wasn't even so Hades in that mythology, Hades was not treated as lesser. It was Treat Hades was treated as a he was seen as lesser mm. from everybody but Zeus because of the job that he had to do. Right. It's it's like uh it's like a trash man. You look at you ch- look at a trash man and you're like, man, I would fucking hate to have to do that. But what would you do without that guy? Exactly. Nothing. It, I mean, you're you're so. But that very that just very necessary to mind again that story of that is in the Book of Enoch. And the Bible of that war, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Titans were then banished. Um, there was a war in, in the heavens, right? On right. Mount Olympus right. and the Olympians won. The Titans got banished. Um, but then, you know, uh, Hades is now in the underworld running shit, mm-hmm. right? But he go back and forth. He's still the fucking man. And then you look at the other, like, ancient Indian texts. The, I can never say the name of it, but basically there was, they had their multiple gods, right? That mm-hmm. did things and there what they had their great war and isn't it a side lost. There's so, so many. I, I, so I know. I, know. I, I go through saying all of that to say that again, with the demons, not necessarily being evil, but just disagreeing with God, right? They mm-hmm. have that different way. They had that different way of looking at things right? And kind of deal. And I'm not saying I'm like all into demonic shit because I don't think that just through the lens of Christianity that most of us grew up with in the United States and like old, old Europe and that came here, right? Mm-hmm. Like demons are evil. They are the root of why humans do stupid shit, right? I think... That's too black and white. Right. That's- I, th- I think in reality, angels, whatever they were or currently are, however you want to look at it, they are just choosing this side, right? They're choosing to obey where demons or disobey chose not to. And, and it's, and it's not black and white. It's just in every situation in life, eventually the hotter stuff gets, eventually you have to choose a side. But ultimately, you can never sit in the middle because if you sit in the middle, you are the enemy of somebody. And that's exactly what I was about to say. Like they, they would be classified as the enemy of God, right? If they didn't, if which they, they, which they, right. So, and, and this is a crazy reference. Um, the movie Dogma. Yep. You remember yeah. that came out? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that one demon that Jason Lee plays, right? He was like, he was like, I used to be an artist. He's like, He's like, I was an angel in heaven, Mo. I was an artist. The reason I got cast down is because I didn't choose. I didn't mm-hmm. want to fight. He's like, 
Satan or Lucifer or whatever started this fucking war. I didn't want anything to do with either side. But God got pissed off because I didn't choose and cast me down. And now I'm a fucking demon. Mm-hmm. Right? Which I, I, I view that as a very realistic I see possibility. It. I, I see what you're saying. That goes into Dante. That actually goes into Dante's Inferno, into the freaking nine circles of hell. That's actually one of the freaking. That's one of the things in. Yeah. In, <laughs> yeah. In decisiveness. That's maybe the classification of evil was <laughs> created because weird. of of that. Maybe because since God is a holy God. And you aren't on this side, you are. you are on that side. And then yeah. we know when you're on, you know, when you're not of good, you're of evil, right? Well, there, Let's the, just say it's a black and white thing. Well, there's that saying that the one that the, the way evil men triumph is through the inaction of good men. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. Quote. So even if you're not a bad person, if you're not doing anything to stop the evil, you're, you're complicit in the evil. Right. You're evil. You're not, not actively in, stopping. Not evil adjacent. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think? What do you think the connection between all? I identify all, as evil adjacent. <laughs> what do you, I, I might be. The older I get. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Again, oh, you're good. You're good. Years ago, I remember having a conversation with Melanie where. I felt lost as to my convictions, right? Like I didn't have anything that I was like, I'm putting my foot down and this is who I am and this is what I believe in and and I, I'm not budging on that, right? Like I will argue this, I will fight for this. Mm-hmm. Other than my family, obviously. Like I, I will fight for my family. To, you know, what they need. And even then, like sometimes, like as a human, the human condition, you're like, is this really what I want? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but as far as like, like what conviction, I, like I was lost. Like I didn't have anything where I would just say, you know, you could come at me and I'd be like, all right, cool. That's, you know, that's a good opinion. I'll take that in mind. I'd never had anything that was like, fuck you. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, know. Um, as I get older, there are certain things that are starting to form, and I thought, you know, maybe it was like just me that I was just middle of the road, just didn't like I didn't put enough effort or care enough about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's possible that that's what it was, uh, but I think it's as you get older. Like you start to have those a little bit more convictions and that goes back to the, you, you have to choose a side, right? At some point you have to choose a side. And for most people, I think throughout most of their life, they don't have to choose a side. There's nothing that says it's this or this, right? Mm-hmm. That's a um, very, very existential thought. It, it, it's, it's huge. It's, 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 a, it's something that you are presented with. Every day of your life, you do not have to choose anything. You can choose not to choose. Exactly. But at some point, eventually, like you said, when the fire gets hot enough, eventually you have to choose something. One thing or the other, you're going to have to choose. Like, And I, I think part of it is it's really easy to just let life kind of push you along, right? You don't make. It's very, you're not letting the, you're not making the decisions. Life's making the decisions for you. And as I get, I'm getting older and I'm seeing the consequences of inaction, 
essentially that like that's when you start to say all right this is who i am this is what i want like think about your it's, house catches on think about your house catches on fire what's the repercussions of inaction if you're just sitting on your couch your house is on fire you're just sitting on your couch someone will call 911 right or probably <laughs> you'll or, probably or i can call 911 but then that's all i do yeah you know it, eventually something has to happen either you're going to stay in that house and die or you are going to get out of the house or you are going to be taken out of the house the probability is you are going to be taken out of the house probability you're going to be put on the good side of things mm-hmm. But the, there is a very strong possibility that you stay on that house and die because you didn't do anything about it. Right. I think that existential thought, that's more my, like, I love existential crisis with the Roko's paradox. And yeah. the, oh, shit. All those things, because if you... It goes, I didn't mean to even mention. A lot of God. it goes into... <laughs> we need to cut that. Um, Like, if we look at... This this religious stuff that we've been angels and demons and like what they are, what they represent, like how you eventually you do have to you make a choice, right? If in an extreme circumstance, the the fire, another extreme circumstance, military leaders, um, if you you are put in charge of of men. Right, whether you be a sergeant, small unit, you're a corporal, yep. um, you know, or sergeant, larger units, you could be lieutenant, captain, general, whatever. They have to make a decision, right? Good, bad, right, wrong. It doesn't matter if you go left or right, is what they what what we're told in in a combat situation for for training. It doesn't matter if you go left or right. Just pick one. You know, it's it could be right. It could be wrong. There's going to be a secondary decision. Right. It's, it's But sitting there accomplishes nothing. Right. Yes. And it seems with looking at angels and demons, looking at God and Lucifer, it's less about good and evil and more about making a choice. Right making that choice and then going from there. Mm-hmm. If you choose what's perceived as a sin, what's perceived as evil, all right, you're heading this direction. You made a choice. Consequences happen. You're going to make another choice. Right. And how about and if you choose good, you mm-hmm. made a choice. All right. What's happening now? All right. You need to make another choice. Right. There's right. still a right. good and bad choice. Right. Right. But what, and I agree, but I think, uh, you know, and when we talk about anything of anything that there's always like a, you know, the root of it, you know what I'm saying? And I think that root is where it's not so much about, Hey, we're going to make this choice, this sin or this evil compared to this righteous and this holy, that it's more of a, it's, it's all about faith. It's the belief, you know, because we as a human flesh, like we're, you know, we're bad people. You know, we have bad thoughts. We have, you know, bad intentions. We have that. that that's that the one that, that bothers me the I most. I agree. That's also the thing that really. Is that, that is very much a. It feels like a cop out to me. Yes. It feels. About, it's, so for me, it feels like 
and I'll run it right back to you because I know that you'll have something to say immediately after this. But faith to me feels like a cop out that you cannot. It's a standard that you cannot possibly overachieve. It's something that, you know, oh, okay, there's there's a goalpost that always ends up moving. You cannot possibly obtain it. Um, faith is just something that you have to believe in. And I, I can't override faith. And I, I'm not saying that I disagree with faith at all. But you're right, because there's, when you can't override it, you can't. You can't bargain with it. You can't yeah. do anything like no, that. There's there's no negotiating. There's no negotiating with faith. Mm-hmm. My problem with faith is that I have to have more than just faith. And that's and I have the utmost respect for people that have very strong faith, but the way that I have my my religious kind of views can be basically summed up in a just a a four point kind of grid either you are religious or non-religious either you believe or you don't believe theistic atheistic gnostic agnostic and that is not my that's not my thing that i've come up with it's something that i've seen i believe it was um i'll remember who it is later on but i can wholeheartedly believe that you believe or don't believe i can't i can't argue against you believing or not believing there's no way of me disproving anything against that but knowing versus not knowing agnostic versus gnostic i can almost 100 I, i'm not going to say 100% because i'm never 100% on anything and i hate that i'm not like that but you can't know everything in life there's no way of you knowing 100 percent on anything so for you to say that yes i believe and yes i know i can't believe that i i have a very hard time believing that but right now where i'm at is i believe but i don't know and i'm on that verge of knowing Mm -hmm. so but that's that's the issue yeah. No, no. You have to well, take faith into consideration, yeah. but that doesn't mean that but, faith is 100% of the situation. Mm-hmm. But that's when we look at the course of history and we look at all these religions and we look at the connections of angels and demons. I, I personally believe they were here before everything mm-hmm. and that all these religions, all these mythologies and all this stuff that's just demons and 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 lucifer just corrupting and influencing man to make ideology and it's very easy to do right that to the point where you know god came and did the flood you know and there's evidence that some sort of flood took place on this earth there's extensive evidence of that yeah um and that Man was trying, man was trying their best to seek God, reach God or, or obey God through, through works, you know, and not, and not necessarily by faith, you know what I'm saying? Which is why I believe that, you know, Jesus came and he had, that's what he brought to the table that 
it's everyone was doing it wrong. And they continue to do it wrong. I mean, he even he was killed by his own people. You know, because of the things that he was speaking of. But that's because they didn't believe what he was saying. And when Jesus talks about, you know, the word repentance, it's the turning away of. It's turning away from the faith that they, they have. Because when we, when we look at the origins of things, I believe it's faith that drives works. I think it's faith that drives decisions. I think it's faith that drives everything. You have to believe that what you're doing is good. But you can't just believe that what you're doing is going to do good. It has to believe that what you are doing right. is good. But when you look at us, we've are we're we're the we're the fall. We're we're you know, so, Ad, Adam and Eve created that disruption of the that, connect, that connection with God, so, you know, yeah. where what you guys heard, had just said kind of makes me think of the 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 phrase of faith faith and works kind of deal like there's works and then there's faith right mm -hmm. what you're saying is the faith is the most important part this is, of the situation because that's the only thing we can truly right. this and, is my and favorite then there's, <laughs> there's there's works right this yeah. is the good deeds that you're doing but you may or may not believe this the is my favorite part subject is the combination because faith without works is meaningless in my opinion yes you can believe all you want but if you do nothing okay um but also works without faith is creates that situation, um, like the the Jews, right? They killed Jesus because the situ their situation was these are the works that we must do. This is our law, right? Mm -hmm. but they may not have believed it as much as this is what we had to do. Were you on one side or the other? Right. Like you, if you didn't do these works, then you were a blasphemer. And Jesus said, no, the faith is important. But Jesus also did the works. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, that's where, where that is. So it's, but if you just believe in Jesus, are you really doing what he so is he, expecting? And, and here's my point. We're, we're going to sin. If right. God, okay. Right. So that, that goes, what you said earlier that we all start as, I don't, I don't think we start as bad. We might sin, but I don't, I don't, I don't even believe necessarily that all those things that we are doing are, are, I think sins are, are overrated. So I would say right? that we, it goes yeah. back to that decision. It's, it goes back to believing in a certain thing and just making a decision at that time. Because mm -hmm. if you believe right, according to Christianity, if you believe, even if you're a sinner, you're still going to heaven. What you, so you could just put at Short common sense says I can do whatever the fuck I want as long as I believe, mm -hmm. right? Which yeah, is a cop out, in my opinion. If you are it. going to follow Christianity, I hate it. But That's is it blind it, faith? I fucking hate. So, I hate but you have to understand faith. is that we are always going to sin. Yeah. So, so hold on, real quick. You're not saved by works. You're saved by faith. If God gave us that 
if, if God was given us that decision to where we have to do works, we would never, we would never be in heaven. We would never reach heaven. We would never be glorified by God. You know, this is where the Bible talks about, you know, grace and mercy and grace is basically, you know, like, like your kid, if your kid continues to do the thing that you tell him not to do, but he still believes your dad, or he still believes you're his father, you're always going to take him in. If he's 19 years old and he's a drug addict and he's murdered someone, like you're still going to love him. You know what I'm saying? His works are evil. Right. But is but he going to get into heaven? That's, that's but, what scares me. But that's the thing. That's, that's why, that's why it has to be by faith because, or else you would never, never, ever. There is no point. Yes. It's, 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 uh, it's pleasing to God when you, when you perform good works, it's pleasing so to him. Faith to me is scary because you can have faith in any dichotomy. If we're just talking, but that's on, where the Bible is very specific on certain. If we're just talking on two, if we're just talking on two different things, you can have faith in anything that you want. That doesn't mean that that faith is just. That doesn't mean that that faith is right. Through works of general good faith, you are doing. This is what's called testimony, good. to where now someone can see your faith. That's the point of works, but that's still subjective. If you're on, so if we're still speaking on the angels versus demons and we're taking demons as beings that just wanted more knowledge to lesser than them, lesser beings than them, is that still faith? It's still faith. It's just doing things on a different, on a different aspect. So like, I don't personally take so i would say that faith is that faith is that one percent that makes a hundred percent difference your actions are are 50 percent of what you do are you doing overall good cool are you doing overall bad Mm. i i can't say one way or another but that faith is what will at least get you 51% or more. That faith in whatever will at least get you 49% or less. Like, your good is generally done through your actions. Your faith is why you are doing that specific type of good or evil. Do you believe that mass genocide is good for the global uh good do you think that mass genocide is going to end up saving the planet from uh co2 and carbon monoxide emissions and 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 overpopulation and older cultivation and colonization and xyz whatever else if you believe that that is a faith you are faithful that you are doing something that you believe is good just because you think that something is good doesn't mean that it actually is. Yeah, but do you, you get where I'm saying where it's a logical – we got to think about this logically. That's as if logical are, as I can think But here's the it. thing. If we are all sinful people and we are – I'm for, saying we, we start out at will. zero. I'm saying we start out at zero and but that, but your actions determine what direction you are going and that faith 
guides your direction of your actions. I believe it's the other way around. I believe you think before you speak. I believe you, th- I you think before you do something. I disagree one. So, so I you disagree walk 100%. before without thinking about moving your legs? No, I disagree that you, you have. Know what I'm saying so you have a direction that you want to go before you even start crawling. That's a goal. That's not faith. Yeah. No. Right. Then what is faith? So, well, there's a difference there. I, I know what you're saying. You know so what I'm saying. You're saying there was a. So I'm looking at it a logical I heard, I heard some, standpoint. Right, well, I heard somebody say one time, your attitude di- dictates your mindset. Your mindset dictates your actions. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's kind of what you're trying to say is that your faith dictates your mindset. Your mindset dictates your action. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's something that comes like from the heart, you know, it's right. not necessarily the mind, you know, it's, it's always kind of like the, you, you I can't have, even explain it. You have uh, a gut yeah. feeling. Yeah. Something right. like that. Yeah. So, okay. I feel like we're saying the same thing. Probably. Probably. I feel like we're saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have gone really deep into this. I think I know, it was a great dude. conversation. <laughs> this is an we easy. It was organic. Yeah, this is an like easy it. four episode yeah. topic. We need to wrap this one up. <laughs> I have a bananas question for this one. Uh, sure. Uh, do you think that angels and demons are the origin of the worldly aspects that we have today, including religion, including movement, including basically so the we're dynamics? Make, we're making the assumption that angels and demons were actual beings. Like they, they legitimately existed, not necessarily corporeal, mm-hmm. but like they were actually were or are existing and able to influence and or, and or interact with us. Yeah. That's a good one. You want to go first? Okay. Just a short answer. Uh, and what is it? One banana is one banana, banana is believable. I believable. 100% believe. I want to say two. Two and a half. Because it's because do I think they're embodied? Do I think they're spirit? Do I think? Yeah, I I can negotiate with myself all day about that. Uh, But then that we're just kind of like speculating off of what we kind of already know in a way. And by certain texts and things like that. Do I think they are the origin of a lot of things in this world today? I think so, because there's a lot of we can connect things. I mean, there's, there's Greek gods that resemble certain demons and, and there's, you know, like you said, other pagan religions and things like that, idolatry and things in that nature that we can correlate it with certain entities, spiritual entities, which we can see today as angels or demons and things like that. Okay, cool. So, this is uh, one of the subjects that I wish that instead of being one to five, we would be one to four because it would force me to be on one side of the fence or the other. All right, one to four. You only get to four. I, you. <laughs> then two and a half. <laughs> Fuck you. It's still two and a half. I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. I am, I am dead set in the I'm middle. I'm surprised. Two and a half. I'm dead set in the middle. So if it's one to five, three. If it's one to four, two and a half. I'm dead set in the middle, and I hate that I'm dead set in the middle because I can argue both sides of this point. 
I can argue that angels existed and I can argue that it's a product of our own invention. It's a product of our situation and we are trying to make sense of a uh, nonsensical aspect of our lives that may or may not have any actual gravity in our life. We're just trying to figure out the unfigure outable. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. And really what would end up influencing me would have to be faith, whereas where I'm at, I'm still at a three out of five. Like I, I'm still in that figuring out stage. I can prove one versus the other, but I can't believe one versus the other. And what's great is about when, when we gather opinions, it's based off of the amount of time you put in to yeah, yeah. Re- that research, research and, and like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going with one. Ooh, one. Damn it. You make one. me want to fucking take mine. I, I want to go <laughs> one. one, man. I'm wow. kind of like with you, dude. I think, I think, I think, I think this shit's real. So I don't so, mean to cut you off, man. <laughs> I seriously think that. No, go so with it. That as it trickled down through the years, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, we have what it is today. But my God, we don't know what the hell happened way back then. Absolutely believe in that. Yeah. So are you I, a one? But if we, I'm a one because if we think about, yeah, hell it's yeah. a lot of deceitful things. Huzzah. One is like, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. One is 100%. So I, I, I believe that it is definitely historically there's a lot of things that match up across all cultures i believe the angels and demons uh which if you take angels as and and demons as we call them today being the same beings i believe they existed i also believe that demons as the greeks knew them which being above human but below god also existed um and and whether that be spirits or, or, or other but things. They, Cause, they, Cause there's other cultures that have like, there was a race of, 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 of demons that ex- I want to say it's the Arabic, um, stories. Uh, it's D J I M O N. I want to say is how it's spelled. Um, but that, that, that was like a race of beings that existed alongside of us that had very similar social structures to us. Anyway, total sidebar. I think that all of that did exist for sure and shaped early humanity i think we have taken that and as humans do part of the human condition formed it to look a certain way the way we we want it their interpretation of yeah that are that there's a huge chunk of the story that most of us don't know even exists yeah and that possibly if we're still being interacted with by these angels and demons, whatever entities they were, they're a lot less hands-on than they used to be during the time, even during the time of Jesus. And I think um, that by design. Right. That like since, I believe since Jesus, they're like way hands-off, either because the demons, Lucifer side had lost, and now they're just here, and God's side said, look... You guys can stay here. This is or this is where you guys are staying. But if you fuck around too much, we're gonna smash you again. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and then but and then Jesus is in God's side is like, all right, we gave him free will, we gave him the rules. 
Go for it, we, buddy. Yeah, we gave, we did all this stuff, and and, and it is what it is. But yeah. this is why, like you said, maybe you know, like it's like a hands off type thing since that time, because now I think there's more of a, a, a now the proving I think, ground. I think there's a different focus that they have, and that is to primarily focus and infect the church. Why? Because it's it's by faith. It's so easy to to go to the side they don't want you to go to because throughout the whole history and nature of things they've wanted to bring down man in a lot of deceptive ways i could say hey man you're my best friend i love you let's go to uh you know get a drink tomorrow but my plans are to kill you at nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. that's kind of like how i let see you, i view humanity let you as, kill yourself i view let you hu- kill yourself yeah exactly. i view humanity as water the only variables are heat and pressure. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something else than water. No, I view humanity. <laughs> I view what? it as whiskey. No, I view it as whiskey. I mean, um, I guess it really goes for any liquid form of anything. The only variables are heat and pressure. You increase the heat, you're going to cause it to boil. Yeah. You decrease the pressure, you're going to cause it to boil. At some point, it's still going to end up creating some sort of problem. Right. Yeah. Who's creating the heat and who's creating the pressure? I see what you're saying, dude. I see what you're saying. Mm. 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 I like your analogy. That's mm. that's my aspect eh. of it. Mm. So I, <laughs> okay. I personally view myself as atheistic, but no, theistic, but agnostic. So I don't know. Sense. I don't know right. anything. I right. really, I legitimately do not know anything. I can... I can argue one way versus the other. Belief-wise, I generally believe, I would say I'm like 52, maybe 70-ish percent theistic. Agnostic, I can't prove one way or another. Right. I have a very difficult time. That makes sense. Cool. But I want to believe. Yeah. All right. Shoot, man. That was a good show. That was fucking fantastic. (laughs) That was a good show, man. Are we doing a whiskey? Oh, all right. So, whiskey of the week. Talk to me about this whiskey. All right, so we're gonna go into a whiskey of the one one or two minutes, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to cut out of here. We're a little bit over time, but Uh, yeah. So the whiskey of the week is Smooth Ambler Contradiction. Uh, This thing is nearly equal parts. It's like forty-two to forty. It's like forty-two to forty-eight. Uh, That's me, bro. (laughs) 42 to 48 uh, wheat versus rye or rye versus wheat. I I didn't go super far into it. But either way, you go wheat versus rye and you're going to get a little bit of a bite on any side of it. Um, What's cool about it is that it doesn't really off gas the way that you would expect it to. And this thing will smell absolutely inviting like it smells like something you want to just give to your family and and pour them a drink and just maybe a little bit of water a little yeah. bit of ice cubes but this is 92 proof i believe yeah 92 gonna... proof 90 uh 46 uh, percent by volume um this thing, if I had to compare it to something, it's like bullet 
maybe bullet rye, bullet bourbon, bullet rye. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's kind of interesting is that I do taste the rye a little bit for so, sure, no doubt. Yeah, it's got that kind of bready kind of kind of almost like a licorice kind yeah. of bite right up right up in your sinuses right what's kind of cool is that these guys only put like two years i believe into their bourbon but they source out their uh they call it a smooth ambler spirit so it doesn't technically qualify as a uh as a bourbon yeah it's just called the spirit because you have to have so many years as whatever. So this thing was only two years as a bourbon or going towards towards a bourbon. Um, but it's giving you a smoothness that absolutely. I taste that too. It's, 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 it, little it, smooth, it, little sweet. Not sweet, but it's got that little tiny. It's, uh, it's like it's like if you had it's not like brown a fucking sugar. burning piece of wood in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about Ardbeg right yeah. now, but it's like you had a cube of brown sugar and then you had a little bit of vodka. So it like it it it's gonna get you. Yeah. We'll, have a, it's we'll gonna, have a drink outside. We'll enjoy some of the weather and everything. But then it's letting you kind of go yeah. after the fact. Like you're like, oh man, God, that damn, that's harsh. And yeah. then it's like, uh. <laughs> I could drink this all day long, every day, no fucking problem. Yeah. Um, but hey, we uh, we appreciate every everyone uh, tuning into the stream, uh, and for our listeners, we we love you. We thank you guys for um, you know showing the support and the love. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, go ahead, give us a like, a share, a follow. Um, this definitely helps out the uh, the show. Uh, today we got in a little depth about a lot of, a lot of different things, man. It was a, it was a really good show. If you uh, are just joining in, this show will be on a uh, recorded display. Uh, feel free to share with your friends. We really, I, I feel like we really only dipped our toes. I know it's so big because there's so many connections you can make with this and that's why I love it. And, and, and I'm a big, uh, to me, I'm like a big creationalist to where I, I do personally believe that, uh, what we are in today, space, time, matter, that, that, that present day, future, past that you need to have, um, that there has to be some sort of beginning. And, uh, you know, throughout history, you know, there's a lot of people that have, uh, you know, their own personal stories and stuff that, that we just got to relate to, you know, that the world, it's like watching fucking mainstream news. It's like fucking f- the most deceitful shit in the world. Eh, you know? Only some, some things, some only things, partially, partially it's right? giving you but the information. That's all you need. And all you need is that little lines. bit of yeast, man, to blow up that fucking big ass loaf of bread. And that's what kind of like makes me intrigued in, in that, you know, I think there's a lot of deception that we deal with in this life, but it could be. Like I said earlier, hey man, we're gonna go to dinner tomorrow night. You ready? You know, I'll pay. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, I'm gonna really kill you at nine o'clock at night. Like so, like that. What this makes me feel like we dove mainstream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we dove ankle deep into Christianity. Ankle deep. Yeah, we just put our foot in the water. I know, but we only dove toe deep we just dipped our toes i know into religion so religion as a whole like there's a lot of things in religion that are there's a lot of through lines within religion but 
Christianity we kind of started to delve It's a big into. part of what we've talked about today, for sure. A, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's more into angels and demons when you come to Judaism, religion, it, really religion as a whole, but mostly Judaism, yeah. Christianity, uh, Christianity, Catholicism. Um, but... Oh, you're right, brother. I mean, realistically, we just barely I know just barely scraped the surface i know i hate to cut it short but we're we're gonna go ahead we're gonna we're gonna catch you guys later uh we're gonna go ahead if you guys um Dang. have any topics you know you want to send in to us we, we like to go over stuff and uh we definitely like to uh support the viewers um as much as you guys support the stream this makes and, me want to uh, go into good versus evil Oh, I know. I know. We could even, that could even be another topic, man. But uh, again, we are the wise men. Um, we are like that on pretty much all socials. Um, and uh, we thank you and love you guys, man. And hope you guys enjoyed the show. All right. Take it easy. Catch you next time.